Hello, and welcome everyone to Sacred Balance. I'm your host, Jui Rami. Sacred Balance is a special space created for seekers where we come together to explore deeper dimensions of life and share spectacular stories of people who are avidly seeking that balance while thriving and tasting magic of life and all its possibilities. So come join us and together, let's make it happen. The essential nature of life is all inclusive. This is the nature of truth. And with absolute inclusiveness, there can be no suffering. In today's climate of uncertainty, Sam Choi shares the story of providing a platform to advance the practice of yoga to his generation. Hello. Hey, Julie. Hi, Sam. How are you? I'm doing really well. It's so wonderful to have you on. Welcome to Sacred Balance Podcast. So excited and so looking forward to speaking with you today. Thank you. Sam here. Thanks for having me. I've been really excited for a few days, so it's great to finally speak with you, Julie. Oh, it's been certainly our pleasure to have you. And we're really looking forward to speaking to you on so many topics, especially the one that pertains to your generation. You are 23 years old and on a full throttle yoga. So tell us a little bit about how you came into contact with this technology of yoga. For sure. So at the beginning, it was basically all my mom. So she started doing Sudguru programs when I was very young, around early 2000s. So it's, it's been around, but uh, I didn't always think of it as how I've thought of it now. So that really was an introduction. And then mm-hmm. she bought me in her engineering. That's where it all kind of started. Yeah. And uh, where were you at, since you're really young? At what level were you in high school, college? How old were you when you took the inner engineering class? Yeah, so I'm 23 now. I believe mm-hmm. I was actually 23 when I took inner engineering, but before that, Sudguru had been around, so I'd been doing some other other meditations in high school, so maybe started doing meditation around 17 or 18, but nothing serious until last year, so 2019, and I believe I was 23 or 22, not completely sure. Mm-hmm. And what meditation did you start with, Sam? So I started with the Chit Shakti meditations. A lot Mm -hmm. of meditations for me started with what can I get out of this? So I started Mm -hmm. for the ones for success or health or things of that nature. Yeah. And what did Chit Shakti do for you? Well, for me, it honestly, some of them were visualizations of maybe having things happen. But for me, it Mm -hmm. just became kind of almost a routine of settling down into something. I enjoyed the time when I did them. So it's hard to describe what exactly it was, but I think it was something that kept me grounded and I enjoyed. Hmm. And then what steps did you take next after that meditation? Yeah, so that was the intro. I'd been doing those mm-hmm. for a while. And then it was straight off to enter engineering when my mom got it for me. Mm-hmm. So after that, of course, they teach you Shambhavi there. And mm-hmm. I began that. I also did Isha Kriya for a while. That's me mm-hmm. backing up. I did that after doing the inner engineering. And then mm-hmm. that in between the 
that program of the online and then in between the completion, I started doing Asia Korea from the app. Hmm. Nice. Very cool. And now you've become like an avid Sadhguru person. Yeah. <laughs> your, Isn't it funny? Your mission. Go ahead. Yeah, basically. So. <laughs> so your mission statement on many things that you put out on social media that we see it has the core focus of inner well-being for everyone, which goes hand in hand and truly align with our values here at Sacred Balance. And we would like to know how, as a young person, what specifically you're doing and working towards and making that happen for everyone. Definitely. So I think everyone should just try and do what they can. I just like people Mm -hmm. pursuing things with passion. As for what exactly I'm doing, I'd say with other stuff, some stuff I want to accomplish in my life. I think social media is the best platform to do that. And with the whole situation that's going on in the world right now, I think a lot of people have been pushed onto these type of platforms. So trying to create happy content and then get people involved with the tools, which have done so much for me. So I'm sure mm-hmm. as you, as all of you know, at Sacred Balance, it's, it's kind of hard to not, I don't want to say advertise these tools, but offer mm-hmm. them to people without it sounding ridiculous or in different ways, but it's just, these are the tools that have helped me. So I want to share them as well as create mm-hmm. kind of a front for that. And what kind of spin do you put on your content for youth? Yeah. So keeping it for the young, I honestly, I think some issue people even wouldn't necessarily agree with some of this mm-hmm. stuff that I do or intend to do is of course, I want to keep the, the strength of the yoga, never want to modify what it is, but the delivery Everything in the youth attention span, in my experience, in my own experience, is the attention span has just gone down more and more. Mm-hmm. Every, every year, every day, it goes down dramatically. So really trying to capture attention in any way uh, as soon as possible, as quickly as possible, and then bringing that down to, hey, you know what? We have some great meditative and yoga platforms that can really be a great foundation for your life. Mm-hmm. And so do you have any public page, blog, or artistry that, you know, you like to share with our listeners where yeah. they can go find your content? <laughs> yeah, for sure. If anyone wants to check it out, it's at Choi Sauce Yoga. So that's my last name, as you'll see on here. And then Sauce, it's kind of a, a funny nickname, but that's on every social media platform. Um, that being Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, etc. Mm-hmm. Some many, many of the big boys. And then, yeah. Yeah, that's quite cool. You do have an amazing content and it's really fun watching you do yoga and, you know, you as you're strolling through the park and, you know, just sharing your journey. It's quite exciting and it's it's really nice to see young people take part in the journey of yoga. And Satoru says that you can't play game half-heartedly. Ga- game is uh, like life at full throttle. So as a successful soccer player who knows the rules of the game and can thrive in its beauty, how do you play the game of life wholeheartedly, Sam? Oh, wow. I love that question. (laughs) (laughs) So for me, basically in every sport, as everyone knows, I mean, I think this is life as well, but the only way to do anything with full enjoyment is just to go 100%. So I think in any sport or any activity you want to do in life, if you don't really give it everything, at least while you're doing it, you're not going to have a great result. And even if you do, mm-hmm. you may have wanted to give more. So that's what I gave in soccer. Things didn't work out my way. I appreciate you calling me a, a good player, or like a, a deft player, but didn't make it to the level I wanted to make it to, but still had some level of success. So 
for me, it was just when you go all out and you don't let the, the outside world of what's going on in your mind or anything, you're just focused on the task at hand. That's what really makes good players. And I've seen tons of players go pro who mm-hmm. I believe had that very strong in their mind that they were just doing them, going all out and good things came to them. Mm-hmm. No, Sam, we truly do see you as a successful soccer player <laughs> because you played the game wholeheartedly. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's what truly matters. And it's so nice to see young people meditate like you. And instead of smoking pot and drinking and partying, and right now, especially during challenging times, people are self-medicating or eating too much to soothe the feelings that surface during pandemic. How do you, among your peers, influence your friends to meditate? What would you say to someone your age listening right now during a pandemic, maybe bored out of their mind or feeling anxious and are just getting high? Definitely. How would you share your experience of inner engineering, of being high on life? How would you explain the bliss beyond intoxication to someone your age? For sure. So I like to kind of front with, I don't like telling anyone anyone what to do because I know a few years ago, if anyone told me anything of what to do, I completely reject it. So mm-hmm. for them, it's not telling them what to do or any experience. It's just, if you aren't to drugs, alcohol, whatever it is, essentially you're trying to get more out of life or mm-hmm. experience something that you haven't before. And I've found mm-hmm. that with these inner tools, meditation, etc., you can have those types of experience, except you're just high off life. It sounds ridiculous, but wouldn't you be curious and want to give it a try? So I'm not saying what to any youth, what they should do or shouldn't do. But it's if you want to explore new possibilities, this is here and it will be open to you. Mm-hmm. So you may as well start young and enjoy it. The wave is growing. So it's uh, fun to see how many youth I can get in it. Mm-hmm. And so how do you engage with youth through your social media? What specifically do you do to get them to engage, to get them to start talking to you? For sure. So, of course, there is an element to it. I'm definitely learning as I go. I'm not a mm-hmm. large account by any means so far. Mm-hmm. We're just getting the journey started. I've actually been doing this, I'd say, intensely for about three to four months. So mm-hmm. my main platform of choice is Instagram. I believe it's not really exact methods. There are, of course, methods. But being relatively young myself helps. And then what mm-hmm. platform you're catering to. So I consider yeah. very youthful platforms right now is TikTok. I know that's been banned in India. But yeah. in the U.S. it's not banned. And it's going to completely change social media. There's a lot of things that are related to the app that I think make it completely superior to anything we've seen yet. So mm-hmm. basically just understanding what the youth are like and what they're consuming. And then looking at popular creators like the the Logan Pauls of the world, the... Anyone mm-hmm. extremely popular in pop culture, Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi, they may not be youth, et cetera, but people with mm-hmm. massive, massive followings that mm-hmm. people look up to. And then basically creating some type of synergistic effect to deliver your own content within meditation. That's the goal right now. And that's the vision. So do you get in touch with influencers like that and collaborate with them? Have you done something like that yet? Definitely. So of course, when it comes to social media, it's it helps if you have a large following to attract because mm-hmm. it's that once you're gaining momentum, it's easier and easier. So mm-hmm. I speak with Vaisu and Ocean of Bliss over in India. Mm-hmm. So they're some of kind of getting the ball rolling for this type of activity that I want to see. But as for mm-hmm. larger influencers, right now I haven't reached out much is in general, you don't want to oversaturate things when you're not really a big account yet. It's kind of 
put in the work first, show that you're serious. And then I'd say talk to people as you move up the chain of social media. Mm -hmm. And you're in Atlanta, correct? Yeah, right now I'm in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So within the community during pandemic, you probably can't hold, you know, any public gathering or anything like that. But let's say down the road, if that opportunity were to open up, what would you do differently? And how would you, you know, cater to the youth population through yogic tools and technology of well-being? Yeah, so that's interesting. I haven't even thought that far ahead as for (laughs) a gathering just because it's not really an option right now. (laughs) But for me, it's, again, just reaching them in stuff that they care about, quick content that is really related to what can it do for them. I'd say enjoying Mm -hmm. life are big themes, internal health, as well as having external health. And during Mm -hmm. this time, with everything that's been happening, I think there's a lot of analyzing and breaking down of the world. People are getting more Mm -hmm. access to technology delivered in faster and more efficient formats. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's the perfect time to slip in any type of spirituality or yoga. Yeah. It's remarkable to see consciousness blooming at such a young age. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You are so inspiring, Sam. I appreciate it. And to see your vision for your life being all inclusive, working towards everyone's well-being, which is truly magnificent. Where do you see yourself, let's say, in three months, six months or next 10 years? How will you be exploring this territory? And what is your game plan ahead in the coming months and years? For sure. So. What I used to do is have extremely set goals and what I wanted to do. This is what I want. This is how it happened. Mm-hmm. And after doing Isha meditations for a while, I dropped that. I realized mm-hmm. that for me personally, it was making me unhappy. For me, it was mm-hmm. I was going to be a soccer player bust. It doesn't matter. I'll play mm-hmm. whatever level, however, I'll push my body, however hard, get as many surgeries as I needed. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. But after some of these programs, I realized that that's the, not the way I wanted to live. So Mm -hmm. as for relating to my larger vision of basically helping people in inner health for everyone or inner well-being, to me, that's the direction I want to move in. Right now, social media is the best vehicle for that direction, but I don't like to keep it very specific. So right now, Mm -hmm. the Hatha Yoga teacher training is big on my list. And of course, the Samyama program, those Mm -hmm. are things for me. But as for the world... If I see other people doing it, I think it's great to be in space where if I see someone take off and does amazing, absolutely superior to me in every way, that's a great Mm -hmm. thing because I think this Mm -hmm. is what's most needed in the world. So for me, that's the vision. But as for me, who knows what the future will hold? I just like to keep it. I have a vision, well-being for all. And of course, Mm -hmm. I don't want to compromise on my own spiritual journey because I think that's what's most important. Yeah. Truly. And it's best to live moment to moment, especially when you're so young and time goes pretty fast. (laughs) Believe me. Yeah. Yeah. So we have talked a lot about changes that you would like to create in the world in inclusive consciousness and well-being for everyone. How has the technology of inner engineering made you more conscious? Any clear changes within yourself that you have seen from initiation with this technology till now? Definitely. So, I mean, when I took the, sorry, was that for inner engineering or engineering completion? Both. You can talk about both. Okay, perfect. Well, the inner engineering online, I felt Mm -hmm. that it gave me a foundation to really be able to analyze and think about things conceptually in my mind in a way Mm -hmm. that I hadn't before. 
just in a way of, wow, that really makes sense. Why am I putting myself through misery? Why am I thinking mm-hmm. this way? Am I, why am I thinking that way? And mm-hmm. as for the inner engineering completion with Sudguru, I took that in Philadelphia over a weekend. That mm-hmm. was just something I hadn't experienced before. Hard to describe. Felt mm-hmm. an overwhelming sense of joy or just lighter, springier, almost that I was just a different type of person after completing it. And to me, that was just something that was exceptional. That was a beautiful program, wasn't it? I was there and I can totally concur with you in that. (laughs) Yeah, it was awesome. How has the technology of inner engineering changed your relationship, Sam? Um, You know, we all have families and we all have friends. And, you know, now you're embarking on your career as you have graduated from college recently. How do you incorporate technology of inner engineering in all your relationships, whether it be a family relationships or work relationships or friendships? Definitely. I mean, for me, it just turns you inward. So whatever's mm-hmm. going on externally, it can affect you however you really choose to. If you take it mm-hmm. to that level, I believe that's what I think the tool kind of can offer. But for me, everything's just been smoother. There hasn't really been many problems because problems don't really come up i'm sure not every situation or or person is as lucky as me but i think things just roll off you smoother that may sound ridiculous or there's no sense to it but i believe that's because you have an ability to respond to things different instead of just reacting to a situation if a family Mm -hmm. member says something instead you're able to pause that reaction and say how do i want to respond to this situation so that's some of my experience dealing with family but I have a very supportive family and I'm not living with them anymore. Probably should keep them updated and <laughs> contact them more than I should. We're all mm-hmm. spread out over Canada, the U.S., all over the place. But um, mm-hmm. that's a little bit of a status update on the the family. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so your mother brought you on to inner engineering, correct? Yes, she did. That's wonderful. Now, you know, so many people could be listening right now and they don't have a family member introducing them to this technology of inner engineering and they might be curious and don't even know where to take that first step. What would you say to someone who is just at the very beginning of their spiritual quest and this journey of, um, you know, inner exploration or possibly yoga and, uh, you know, curious about this technology of inner engineering, what would you say to someone like that right now during pandemic and challenging times? For sure. Again, I never try and tell anyone what to do, but I just offer the mm-hmm. tools that I've experienced with. I would say the best thing that somebody could do is experiment with what they've seen, what they want to get into. And mm-hmm. these tools offered through Sudguru and Isha have clearly changed a lot of people's lives just with the millions of volunteers. So to me, it's really something that if you do, you can enjoy. But I mean, just getting started on the spiritual path, to me, I think a lot of people think you need to be doing this, that, but it's really just as easy as you can literally download the Sudguru app or any other app and experimenting. How do you feel after you do a certain meditation? Who on YouTube really resonates you? resonates with mm-hmm. you. So if you watch a Sudguru video, maybe has mm-hmm. the words that he's saying, has that worked for you? Do you see that that's something you might be interested in just pursuing your interests, you know, because it's mm-hmm. pretty limited time. So just seeing what you like and going from there. Mm-hmm. And is that something that you do with your content um, using the keywords 
to help the youth during this pandemic um, to bring them to more awareness of what possibly all the tools that are available through ISHA and Inner Engineering Online. What what do you do with that? For sure, it's a balance. So mm-hmm. a little backing up a bit, my the goal of my account is, of mm-hmm. course, reach out to everyone. But since mm-hmm. I'm in the U.S., I've been wanting to target the U.S. market specifically eventually. So mm-hmm. I use a little bit different strategy than I'd say other influencers who are based in India. But for me, mm-hmm. it's being right now, it's a platform where anyone can reach out. We can have a chat and I'll basically forward them or direct them to tools that have worked for me. Mm-hmm. And the main thing I see is that if, if you're just genuinely sharing and there's no real intention behind it, you just share mm-hmm. because you want to share, you think it's important. People can, can feel that within you and some yes. may not explore it, some may. But I feel if you're offering it, putting a little bit of thought into it and not expecting anything or wanting anything, then that can resonate with a lot of people. So that's that's a general idea. We'll, we'll see if mm-hmm. it works or where if it's working so far. But that's my ideas with it so far. Mm-hmm. Sam, it's so nice to see a young person like you becoming a seeker and asking so many questions within himself. And, you know, continuously working towards using with using the tools and technology of yoga and in embarking on, you know, new territory at every step and just full throttle ongoing with it. What questions uh, have still not been answered and what are you still seeking within yourself? Everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So to me, you want to elaborate? Yeah. Once you get this process started. I believe you realize that you really don't know anything. You know absolutely yeah. nothing. So some of the experiences I've had in these programs, et cetera, that we mm-hmm. really don't know anything. And if there's knowing something, there's knowing it. So humans, we're, we're very good at using tools. We're very adept at using tools. That's why we're dominant over every other species right now because we mm-hmm. can use tools effectively. But when you really look at it, you even as a simple example, like electricity, you know mm-hmm. that you like can plug in your appliance or your TV or whatever, and something is coming through it. And a lot of the world thinks that that's knowing it, but you don't know the electricity. I don't even know what it looks like, how it operates, what it does, what would happen, what it feels like. And uh, that extension into everything, every substance and everything that's going on within the universe. So I think it's silly when people think they know really anything about anything. So for me, I just know Mm -hmm. that I don't know anything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're very young, so I, of course you have a lot more energy. But when you practice this yoga and all these, you know, practices that we see you doing on your social media and showing us how beautifully you do them, do you have more energy during the day? Um, do you feel more invigorated and energized by these practices? What sort of benefits do you gain by using this technology? 100%. So that's an angle I take with some people who are always looking to get into yoga, kind of playing into what we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier. But it gives mm-hmm. me, there's a reason. I don't like to say I'm all about what do I get, but there is a factor in that. Of course, there's a reason I wake mm-hmm. up early and do these meditations or these yogic practices. And that's because I feel amazing. I feel like I have a two times boost almost. So mm-hmm. it's really something that I believe is important to do and do daily. So that's the reason that I tell everyone that I do it because I can feel the difference more energy, cleaner thought, less the world dictating how I'm feeling within myself and me dictating what I want to happen. Mm-hmm. 
And Sam, do you still play soccer even for fun, even if you're not competing in a team? So I still love the game, see some of it on Instagram, but I'm pretty disconnected from it now, honestly. So if there's mm-hmm. a little pickup stuff, it may happen, but with the whole COVID situation, that's lessened. I also have some pretty severe hip injuries that went along with it. So the kind Aww. of rotationary things of, of the hips isn't great. Of course, I'll still sometimes just wing it for fun, but it's mm-hmm. not really in the books for me right now. I pretty much transitioned to settling down and getting kind of financial freedom as well as pursuing yoga and hopefully spreading mm-hmm. it to other people as well. And has the yoga and this technology helped you with the healing of those sports injuries? To a certain extent, yes. It's mm-hmm. really opened my body up and changed my body in ways. It's a combination mm-hmm. of not playing sports at the level I was and doing the yoga. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's been mm-hmm. helping me so much. And I think I would have, I actually had a hip surgery. So I believe the yoga was one of the reasons I recovered extremely fast from it. And it was actually able to get back and running and playing again. Mm-hmm. And let's say if you get a chance to talk to Sadhguru, what, what is one question that you would ask him? <laughs> So I've heard this question a few times from a few different people, but for me, mm-hmm. there's no reason to ask him anything. I just like yeah. to sit with him in his presence. And that sounds ridiculous. Mm-hmm. If I had told. No, it doesn't. It, it may not, no. but for, yeah. for my audience and people I'm trying to reach mm-hmm. it, it may, because yeah. if someone were to tell me a few years ago, I would, I want to sit in someone's presence. Honestly, say mm-hmm. that that's ridiculous. What are you talking about? Why do you want to sit down <laughs> with a person that means nothing? What are you going to do? Are you just going to look at yeah. each other? So for me, that's something that I've been opened up to. And I would say anyone who's listening may want to just experiment with that. Look at the culturally, there's a lot of things in the US and just every country has their own things that they like to prescribe to. But for me, I definitely would just like to sit there and just be in his presence as I've felt things that I haven't felt before. And mm-hmm. for me, a lot of the time, I just, I'm pretty active in speaking, but in some circumstances, I don't like to speak at all. So that'd be one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And would you like to share one experience um, through using this technology of inner engineering that has been so profound that you would like to share with our listeners? Yeah, for sure. The most profound one for me is just the day-to-day. You can basically decide how you want to respond to a situation. There's mm-hmm. anyone who's taken a lot of Isha programs or anything Isha. There's a lot of talk around what are you consciously or responding to and what are you reacting to? So Mm -hmm. for me, it's a tool that any situation that comes in from any external source, it's basically filtered through me so I can decide however I want to respond to any situation. (laughs) It may not happen all the time the way I want it to in that manner, but I've noticed Mm -hmm. when I'm doing these practices, it's, there's just almost that buffer zone of, Hey, how do I want to respond to this situation? And Mm -hmm. seeing that, in different times. So an example is like old situations. I find a lot of my anger used to come if I was driving for some reason. So like someone cuts me off, I get mad or someone's like edging closer and you, you have a feeling. But for me, after doing inner engineering programs, it's a pretty small example, but just, they're just driving. And if they do, someone cuts me off to go, they just did that. Do I want to get angry or do I not? So just having that tool in your tool bag, just I feel like can bring you a consistent level of bliss and feeling great throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And during this time of, you know, quarantine and pandemic, do you find yourself 
having more time to practice this technology of inner engineering and yoga? And do you find yourself often at ease in silence? And, um, or do you feel like you have more energy to even engage more with social media? And, or is there a balance to everything? How, do you, how are you in this moment operating between the two? For sure. So the work that I'm doing still continues on. There is more time in the day. And I'm enjoying, I think I've upped my yoga practices some. There was a time when I was preparing for a program where I was doing slightly more. But uh, I think I'm at a, a higher, a high level of doing some, not a high level as in better than anyone else, but doing a good amount of yoga for the level that I want to do at this current time. So really, it's just balancing that. And yes, I've had more time for social media to get these things started. But um, <laughs> yeah, it has made things closed off. So not speaking with as many friends, not that that's really good or bad, but we're just not really meeting up and stuff anymore. Places are closed. Things are shut. It's more likely that we're just going to sit at home and do things within the house. So yoga does happen more naturally. <laughs> and if you had to describe this technology of inner engineering in your own experience in one word, what would you describe that with one word? Maybe two. I'd say either amazing <laughs> or boundless. Wow. Mm. And feel free to elaborate. <laughs> yeah, of course. That would be kind of funky if I just dropped you with that. So as for amazing, <laughs> it's been the one of the things in my life that's or the for changing my perspective on life, the thing that's changed it the most is just mm -hmm. that's why I'm considered amazing because Anything that I do within my life can fall under that construct of what it gave me mm -hmm. as responding to situations, having, being able to find something within yourself that you hadn't before. So that's mm -hmm. why it's absolutely amazing to me. So I, if someone was hearing this or I was hearing this, I wouldn't believe myself. So that's why it's mm -hmm. amazing to me. And then mm -hmm. as for boundless, uh, it's this concept that comes with the stuff I've been talking about a lot is just with my thinking of the inner well-being once you... Mm -hmm. move inward. That's really the only mm -hmm. dimension that I see that doesn't have a boundary within what humans do day to day. Because anything mm -hmm. you do, there's, there's a limit, there's a finite amount. But I think when you're turning inward, and looking deep within yourself, you're, there's not really a limit to it. That's just a world within itself. Yeah. Boundless possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. And Sam, if I you know, missed to touch upon something and you'd like to share that with our listeners, please feel free. We're all ears. Yeah, of course. So there's nothing that I could think of it. I mean, I'm just super enjoying speaking to you so far. Haven't been on many podcasts yet. So oh, thank you. Looking forward to it. I mean, it's been great interacting with everyone, but no, I can't think of anything right now. Hmm. Well, it's so wonderful to have you, Sam, today at Sacred Balance Podcast. And we wish you the best of luck in all that you want to create in the world and well-being for everyone. We're truly with you in that endeavor. And we hope to work with you and along with you in making that happen for everyone in inclusive consciousness. And thank you for coming on to Sacred Balance. We're truly grateful to have you. Thank you. For sure. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. It's been our pleasure. Thank you, Sam. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our show today. 
You can find out more about Sacred Balance, Technology of Inner Engineering, our guest, and the topics covered from the show notes attached to the series and the episode. We would appreciate your balanced feedback on the ratings in the review section. Until next time, a world full of love, light, and laughter. Let's make it happen.